especially those who are not Muslim, then usually the Ummah, usually the Muslims are in agreement with regards to who is right and who is wrong, most of the time. But when the source of the chaos and the turmoil and the violence is from within, is from within the Ummah, then oftentimes what happens? We find ourselves divided. We find ourselves in debates, in discussions, in arguments, and sometimes things get a bit nasty. In any case though, what we find is that there's a general feeling of sourness and hostility and perhaps betrayal and even astonishment that, oh, how could you support those people? Oh, how could you be a supporter of that party? Oh, how could you be a supporter of such and such leader? Whatever the case may be. Regardless of the situation, my brothers and sisters, we have to remember that first of all, we are all human beings. We are all one human family. And on top of that, we are all Muslims. And as Muslims, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made us brothers and sisters. And thus, our perspectives and our attitudes and our views with regards to any issue or any conflict must be humane and also must be Islamic as well. As Muslims, our views and our attitudes must be humane and also Islamic as well. Now in the heat of the moment, when you know emotions are running high, and the anger, and the outrage, and the hatred has spread through hearts and minds, it can be easy to forget that. Because for many people, at many times, it can be a very emotional issue. Perhaps someone's family members have been impacted. Perhaps someone has been impacted themselves negatively. People are hurt, people are afraid. And in such situations, there can be obviously a lot of emotionally charged discussions and moments where a person is not perhaps acting or speaking in a balanced and logical manner. So it is easy to forget this. Now my brothers and sisters, I'd like to share with you a few reminders for my benefit and yours to ensure that our reaction and our response is always humane and Islamic. Two key things to remember humane and Islamic. So first of all, it should be clear that there is absolutely no room or justification for harming, especially killing innocent people and for oppression. The killing and hurting of people who are innocent, who have not killed anyone, who have not harmed anyone, who are not injuring anyone, and who are not threatening to harm or to kill cannot be condoned and cannot be accepted, regardless of who is responsible. Regardless of who is responsible. It doesn't matter who the group is or who the person is. Such behavior is always unacceptable. And regardless of who is targeted. You know, sometimes we feel, okay, if our, you know, if our people are doing something to others, oh, then it's fine. But no, when our people are being targeted, then no, it is wrong. So this is not the way of the believer. The Prophet ﷺ said, 
Your blood, your property, and your honor are inviolable to you. And he said this, right? In the blessed land, on a blessed day, in Hajjatul Wada'a, the Khutbatul Wada'a, the final Khutbah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in the final Hajj. He said, they are inviolable to you. Like the inviolability of this day of yours, in this city of yours, and in this month of yours. So this is something which the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has marked as a red line. It is inviolable, it is haram to go down that road. And the Prophet ﷺ also said, "Ittaqul that beware of injustice, beware of injustice and oppression. For inna zulma zulumatun yom al qiyamah, for oppression will be darkness on the day of resurrection. Imagine a person who does acts, who commits acts of oppression in this world, thinking that he or she is doing a noble act, thinking that he or she is." behaving in a way that is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But on the day of judgment, they will discover, rather it was the opposite, and will find themselves in a state of darkness, in a state of darkness and confusion on the day of judgment. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all. So anything that leads to the above, to oppression, from any side, again, whether it is killing or torturing of innocent people, regardless of their faith, or whether it is harming of property, or destruct, uh, causing destruction of places of worship, whether there are masajid, whether there are churches, whether there are temples or synagogues, or whatever the case may be. Harshness against people, against innocent people, unnecessary harshness, especially against those who are vulnerable, especially against women and children and girls. This type of behavior is totally unacceptable. It is not in the line in line with the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam never behaved in this way, and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam never condoned, never taught anyone to behave in this way. So that's number one. Number two, my brothers and sisters, our job as believers and as people of justice is to help each other in goodness and justice and not in aggression. Sometimes what happens is that our sense of loyalty our sense of, or our connections, perhaps, you know, our connections to a certain group of people, the people of our own ethnicity, of our own village, of our own tribe, or perhaps our own area, our own party, if we talk about politics, can lead us to support those who we affiliate ourselves with, support those who we feel connected to, even when they are causing aggression and doing things which are prohibited. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the beginning of Surah Al-Ma'idah, أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ وَتَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْبِرِّ وَالتَّقْوَى وَلَا تَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْإِثْمِ وَالْعُدْوَانِ Help each other in righteousness and piety, and do not help each other in sin, in sin and aggression. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهِ Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So here is a very beautiful, very simple principle which sometimes can be difficult to apply for some reason. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us very simply, if people are doing good, if they're doing acts of righteousness, if they are doing acts of piety, then support them, regardless of who they are. 
If someone is doing good, be with them, support them. On the other hand, if someone is, co is committing sin and aggression, then don't be with them, don't support them, regardless of who they are. Right? Simple as that. Very simple if you live by this. Right? Regardless of affiliation and who's supporting who and who's what, it doesn't matter. If they're doing good, acts of piety, righteousness, bismillah, you support what is good. If you find sin and aggression, things which make you uncomfortable, make you fearful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then you stay away, simple as that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also tells us with regards to justice. Ya amanu, kunu lillahi bil qist. O you who believe, he's talking to us. O you who believe, every single believer, be steadfast for obeying the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and be witnesses for justice. Be witnesses for justice. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes on and says, وَلَا يَجْرِمَنَّكُمْ شَنَآنُ قَوْمٍ عَلَىٰ أَلَّا تَعْدِلُوا اِعْدِلُوهُ وَأَقْرَبُ لِلْتَّقْوَىٰ That malice against the people, you know, ill feelings towards the people, should not prompt you to avoid doing justice. You always have to be fair, even against your most bitter enemy. You have to be fair. So do not go into injustice simply because you don't get along with someone, simply because you don't like them or you have enmity or hatred towards them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, اِعْدِلُوا Do justice. هُوَ أَقْرَبُ لِلْتَّقْوَىٰ That is nearer to taqwa. That is closer to piety. That is closer to the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So my brothers and sisters, beware of injustice and beware of promoting injustice and supporting those who are responsible for injustice, again, regardless of which side it is. Anas radiallahu anhu relates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Unsur akhaka zaliman aw mazluman. Famous hadith that help your brother whether he is an oppressor or is being oppressed. So the Sahaba radiallahu anhum were a little perplexed. So they said, Ya Rasulullah, that O Messenger of Allah, we help the one being oppressed. Right? Like we understand, if someone is being oppressed, you help them out of their oppression, you help them in their situation. You help save them. But how do we help an oppressor? How do we help someone who is an oppressor? So the Prophet said, By seizing his hand. By seizing their hand. So your brother, whether it's your blood brother or sister, or in faith, or in humanity, we learn that we must help people in both situations. If they are oppressed, obviously you have to help them, help save them, help protect them. But if they are the oppressor, then we also have a duty to help them. But not in continuing their oppression, and holding their hand back, pushing them away, holding them back, moving them away from committing that oppression. Because at the end of the day, that oppression is going to come back to bite them. They are, the oppressor is going to lose. The oppressor is going to be the loser at the end of the day. We see this from time to time in this dunya. And we will certainly see it in the akhirah, in the hereafter, on the day of judgment. So oppression and oppressing others, causing harm to others, will never lead to meaningful success. It will always end up in loss. So protect the oppressor. Help the oppressor by moving them away from their oppression. So that's number two. Number three, my brothers and sisters, don't take information, especially in such circumstances, at face value. 
This is something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us to verify at all times, generally. To verify information. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, Surah Al-Hujurat, فَتَبَيَّنُوا يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا إِنْ جَاءَكُمْ فَاسِقٌ بِنَبَأٍ فَتَبَيَّنُوا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that news comes to us, we should verify its correctness. And especially in cases where they could be harm to others, be careful of what news you accept. Be careful of what news you accept, that you believe in, that you pass on to others, and that you act upon. Verify that the news is 100% accurate before using it to form an opinion or to pass judgment. And a lot of times what happens is that we have complex situations. And there are many elements. You know, a lot of times you say there are two sides. But it's not always two sides. Sometimes there are multiple sides. Multiple sides and many times, especially when we talk about complex, you know, conflicts and complex situations, with many hidden interests as well. There are the things that we see, which are on the surface, but there's a lot more that we are not able to see. There's a lot more that is hidden. There's a lot more that is being done behind the scenes. So it's very easy to manipulate a situation to one's advantage and cause trouble and blame someone else to make them look bad. And it is actually known as a fact that especially when there are conflicts, like armed conflicts, that propaganda is a, a weapon and a tool of war. Right? It's a known fact. And pretty much every side engages in it. Right? There's no one who's like totally innocent of this, hardly. Right? Almost every single actor in a conflict, in a large conflict, will use propaganda against their opponents to win people over against their opponents. Now, it can be hard to find evidence of that, right? because again, it's hidden, it's not apparent. But it is a strong possibility in many cases. Right? And also realize that especially in large conflicts where many people are involved, you know, no one side is going to be perfect, even in smaller conflicts, like within communities and stuff, right? No, and families, no one person is going to be perfect or no one group or one side is going to be perfect. There are ignorant people. There are troublemakers. There are people who cannot control their anger, contain their anger and their emotions everywhere, on every side, right? It's not like there's one side that is made up of completely of angels, of people who are 100% perfect and sinless, because obviously there's no one like that in the dunya right now. And that the other side is all made up of shayateen and every single person is evil. Or you're hardly, there's hardly going to be a situation like that. Almost, the angel thing obviously is never going to happen. Because every single human being commits sins and makes mistakes. Yes, there may be degrees. Some may be better than others, absolutely. Some may have better intentions than others, absolutely. But at the end of the day, when we talk about large groups of people, when we talk about large conflicts, there are always going to be people who are ignorant, who are troublemakers, who can't contain themselves, and you know, who end up doing the wrong thing, everywhere on every side. So when there's such you know, large situations, and so many people involved, especially if it's over a large geographic area, it's possible for many reports to actually be true, 
in, in particular areas. And there may actually be cases where people are making up stuff as well. We just don't know. Right? That's just the complex part of the complexity of the situation. And when we are far away, when we are not part, even for people who are there, it can be difficult. But especially when we are removed geographically in terms of distance from an area, it can be, uh, you know, be, it can be difficult, may not be impossible, but it can be very difficult to get a completely accurate picture of everything that is going on. We may be able to get perhaps verified reports from our contacts, our sources, people who are on the ground, especially if you have family, and you, have, you know people who are there. But they know what they have seen. What do they know? They know what they have seen, they know what they have heard from others. And they may not necessarily know everything that is going on. Right? So basically, whenever there is such a situation, there is a high chance of misinformation, of misunderstanding, of, uh, uh, of propaganda, of lies, whether there are you know, purposeful or you know, just uh, innocent misunderstandings. People have biases, so it's complicated when it comes to trying to understand exactly what is happening somewhere. So that brings me to my fourth point, which is the beautiful teaching of the Prophet that man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir falyaqul khayran aw liyasmut that whoever believes in Allah and the last day man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir whoever believes in Allah and the last day which is basically every believer the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said such person should say something good or they should remain silent say something good say something positive say something constructive and meaningful, which is going to help the situation, which is going to be pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or just stay silent. There's no compulsion upon us to formulate an opinion on every single issue, on every single conflict, and then more so on top of that to propagate it and share it. Like no one's putting a gun to your head and saying that, oh, if you don't give your opinion on this issue and post it on social media or you know on WhatsApp or whatever, like you're gonna, you know, something's gonna happen to you, or you're gonna be sinful, or something, or you're gonna get harmed. No, just like keep it to yourself, right? You're not sure about what's happening. Just admit. Let's just admit. Okay, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not there. I don't have all the details. Yeah, I can try to understand the situation and formulate some sort of opinion in my head. I don't need to share it with everyone. Yeah, maybe you want to share it with someone. You know, you're just talking, chit-chatting privately. Okay, fine. But it doesn't have to be broadcast. It doesn't have to be you know, shared and propagated, especially when you really don't have a clue as to exactly what's happening. So my brothers and sisters, you know, political differences, differences of opinion regarding the best course forward for a community, for a nation, this is nothing new. This is nothing new. Sometimes people get surprised when there's differences on issues. Like seriously, what did you expect? You know, like everyone's gonna think the same? No, of course not, right? Everyone's created different. Everyone has different experiences, has different you know, uh, backgrounds, has different, you know, uh, levels of understanding of education, different sources of information. So of course people are going to disagree. You know, there's nothing new, right? There were serious differences even amongst the companions of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, right? Not too long after the passing of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So to have differences is normal. It is part of living together with other human beings. It's part of living together with other human beings that people are going to have differences of opinion. 
Now, oftentimes we find people who are focused, you know, on one aspect of the group that they are supporting or that they are inclined towards, while the opponents are focusing on a different aspect, or they are receiving different and conflicting information upon which they are basing their opinions, or perhaps they have different priorities, they're looking at different things, or maybe they just have a different way of looking at things, right? So give, my brothers and sisters, give people the benefit of the doubt. Don't jump to conclusions. Be measured about your opinion regarding those who don't see things your way. It doesn't have to be you're either with us or against us, right? That type of dichotomy does not need to exist. Right? There could be someone who thinks differently, but for some reason that is not the one that you are assuming. Okay, so give people the benefit of the doubt. And as civilized human beings, and especially as Muslims, we must be guided by the principles of justice, of goodness and righteousness, and not to be blinded in support or opposition. Very few things in the world are going to be black and white. Very few issues are going to be black and white. There's going to be a lot of gray. There's going to be a lot of shades of gray. So let's understand and appreciate that. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to unite the hearts of the ummah in goodness. We pray for our brothers and sisters, our innocent brothers and sisters who are living in fear or who have lost their lives under oppression. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shower His mercy and forgiveness upon them. We pray, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for peace and security for people who are innocent everywhere, for the protection of their homes and their properties and their community. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remove their fear, their stress and their anxieties. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring true peace and stability and justice all over the world and especially in the Muslim lands. Ameen. Ya